the rock band Modest Mouse said, music is to the soul what words are to the mind. In terms of the mind, I shared which books had the greatest influence on my life in my blog BUY the book. Now, while I am waiting for reviewed texts from my editor, I thought I would search my soul for some favorite music albums. Especially given current social media challenges for friends to name their top 5. Let me start by saying that I love music. My first serious purchase as a youth was a Yamaha amplifier, a tape deck, a receiver and Celestian loudspeakers. Often avoiding popular radio, I preferred to discover new music. As a student without TV, I would listen to the Dutch VAR in the evenings and hear recorded concerts of unknown or little heard of bands. I had friends who were into music too, both older and younger than me, which further stretched my repertoire. Over the years, I've continued to lean towards rock, blues, folk garage, grunge, hard, indie, metal, progressive, psychedelic, and punk. But from my album choices, you wouldn't necessarily see this. Rather than just choosing just a good album, there are too many out there, I've decided to select my top 5 based on influence and impact. In chronological order, 3 on vinyl and 3 on compact disc, CD. Upstairs at Eric's, Izu. This synth-pop album was my very first, bought when I was 16. Growing up in the 80s, the synthesizer sound dominated, and I still enjoy the music today, Bronsky Beat, Depeche Mode, Eurythmics, Howard Jones, Talk Talk, Ultravox and of course Izu. Vince Clark was the master, aided by the wonderful voice of Alison Moyer, though when solo, she became too nasal for my liking. Fugazi, Marillion. My cousin Jacko, who had an even more impressive audio system, introduced me to the prog rock band Marillion when I was around 19 years of age. They count as one of my all-time favorites, especially with Fish at the Helm. There is so much poetry and mystic in the music, fantastic prose, impressive album covers and a wonderfully orchestrated story across four albums. I watched them perform twice. In one word, brilliant. Plays live, Peter Gabriel? Willem from my basketball team in Zvala opened my ears to the sound of the 70s, CCR, Neil Young, Bob Dylan, Rainbow, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd and much more. Eternally grateful, I also got to know Genesis who were never the same after Gabriel left. Still good music, but without their front man they lost some edge. Regretfully, I never saw him live, but this album is sensational. Biko is just chillingly awesome. Electric, The Cult. This album was my very first CD. I had hardly heard of the band but was gifted the album by good friend Marcel in a swap deal involving a CD player. As a student, it took a while to save up for my second CD so in between radio broadcasts and tape recordings, it'd be The Cult. Marcel is still my main music mate today. Each year he comes all the way from East France for the acclaimed Rockwerkter Festival near where I live. Guaranteed fun. The final cut, Pink Floyd. Many will claim Dark Side of the Moon is the best Floyd album, perhaps it is. All of Pink Floyd is simply the best. In fact, in London my fiancé persuaded me to buy the box set Shine on commemorating 25 years. But this album, not included in the set, is my favorite. The use of spoken word and effects, characteristic of Pink Floyd, is just magnificent. The whole flow of the album made me appreciate even more the genius of Roger Waters who later made other albums including The Wondrous Amused to Death. I have seen Waters in concert twice. Impressive. 16 Stone, Bush. I know. Naughty. But I've added a sixth so that my images align nicely. Perhaps an unexpected choice, but I guess this represents my appreciation for grunge. Though typically a Seattle sound Bush is British. For years I actually thought they were from Down Under because I bought the CD in Sydney in 2000. Other grunge favorites include the Stone Temple Pilots, Nirvana, and Pearl Jam. 
When I look back at this list I miss so many greats and I wonder whether my choice would be different tomorrow. It is mind-boggling to think how much good stuff is out there. Though I used to enjoy browsing for hours in record stores, I'm intensely happy I can now search Spotify in minutes. The same goes for books, it's now much easier to browse new authors and discover new books. It was Roger Waters that said, either you write songs or you don't. And if you do write songs like I do, I think there's a natural desire to want to make records. I know exactly what he means. Having written stories, I also feel compelled to publish them. My third thriller death is a riddle is coming soon. In terms of time, it's a shame that a song takes only three or four minutes to listen to whereas a book will take three or four days. But then again, if the experience is enjoyed, the pleasure is prolonged too. Feature image by, Anna Grave at Anna Grave, Unsplash. (laughs) 